Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Today, I am joined by a very special guest. I am joined by my client, Christy. She recently went through a round of Business for Life Mastermind with me and oh my gosh, her growth and results and shifts over the last three months have been incredible. And she went from feeling stuck and really frustrated with where she was at, not quite seeing the sales coming through or just feeling undervalued and maybe even questioning, can she even do this? And in less than three months, she has just had her best sales week ever. Sales now feel easy. She's created three plus new programs and offers, including a high ticket offer. So we are actually going to be unpacking all of it. The how, the mindset shifts, the strategies that she's implemented so that you can do that too. No matter where you're at on your business journey, if you're wanting to unlock a whole new level of success and just fully take it to that next level, or if you maybe you are feeling similar to Christy three months ago, where maybe you're feeling a little bit stuck or a little frustrated or just wondering are things going to get easier for you? This episode is jam-packed. We also dive into some of Christy's incredible gifts and wisdom because she is a mentor and intuitive, wise woman. She is an absolute expert at ancient Greek goddess trainings, combining that with astrology, tarot, and her intuitive readings, but also just because that wasn't enough. She is an incredible teacher and healer when it comes to your voice. She does incredible chanting and uses her drums and there is so much, so much wisdom, so much goodness in this episode. So let's dive right in. Hey, Christy, I am so damn excited to just dive headfirst into all of the incredible growth that I have witnessed like in three months. It's been wild, but I'm excited to chat with you and unpack it so everyone can take the lessons with them. Too excited. Don't even know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) So things moved fast for you. And I honestly put it down to a few core things. I mean, one, you just took whatever I threw at you and you ran with it. You were like, no BS, let's go. I've got things to overcome. I've got shit to work through. I've got projects to work on and you just implemented. And I think that's one of the biggest keys to unlocking incredible levels of success. But first, I just want to paint a little bit of a picture for everyone who maybe didn't get to witness this journey like I had. So can you paint the picture of just three months ago? What was your business like? So what kind of offers did you have? How did you feel about it? And I know that you were launching events and things and ended up cancelling one of them. So can you give everyone a little bit of a picture? Look, I was at frustration, I guess, because I felt like I was doing all the things and I still wasn't being seen. The right people weren't contacting me. I wasn't getting the flow through. And it was like, I've been working on the business, but not really 100%, but just ticking along and getting a few people here and there and, you know, getting on with it. And what happened was he was basically like, if we want to travel all the time, you need to get a full-time job. And I was like, fuck no, I'm not working for anybody. I can't, I just can't do it. I know what I'm here for. I'm here for a bigger purpose and I just can't do that. So that's when I thought, okay, I need help, you know, because what I'm doing is not, it's just trickling along, but it's not, it's not doing anything. I'm not impacting the women that I want to impact. So that's when I reached out to you. And I remember the first convo 
I was lost. I was very scared, I think, of being actually being seen properly in who I was wanting to be. I was easy to say, oh, I'm this wise woman and I'm this and I'm that, but I didn't embody it. And it was the point of I can't, I've either got to give up the business or I've got to really give it a go. And I thought, I've got to give it a go. I've said this year this was it and I'm going to march in there and I'm going to do it because I want to be this leader. I, yeah, I, I got into the group and that's how it sort of started. And I knew that I had this sort of time. I mean, he didn't say to me, you've got to do it by this time frame, but I knew that if I want to live my dream life, which is like, you know, to probably live in Greece for half the time and half in Perth and all that, I needed to fucking do something. And it was like, if this isn't working, I need to do something. So frustration, burnout because I was trying to do all the things, not having the structure and I hated back-end stuff. So I would be all creative, getting all the things going, but I either wouldn't launch it because I was overwhelmed or there was too much going on or no one would book and then I was tired of being on socials. There was just no no flow basically. Yeah, it's. I remember you talking about energy. It was like you just had no energy because it was like being drained in all these areas but not quite seeing the momentum. And energy is a huge one, especially when we're trying not to burn out, but it's like, we're here for a bigger purpose. You kind of need some energy for that. So what was that like turning point for you? Because there was a little bit of that resistance or procrastination, or like you said, things just felt frustrating. There's often a lot of self-sabotage happening behind the scenes. So what was that turning point for you and what shifted that? It's hard to pinpoint. Something happened at the beginning of the month when I was working with you. The first month, it was a little bit hard. You know, you were looking at the audit and I was like, yeah, I get where she's coming from and I know and I'm going to listen and I'm going to do it. But what you were saying to do and where I was, it wasn't merging. Like my mindset was I don't see how I can do it. And your mindset was you can do it, but it just wasn't there. I really had to just completely forget everything I know and just trust in this woman, just trust in what she's trying to teach me and just do it. And I remember having the conversation and you were like, what do you want to be? What do you want to be known? And you were like, I, you said, I think that you're the wise woman. Like I can see that. And I was like, yeah, okay. I want to be that. And I want to be a leader. I really want to be a leader because I want to have my tribe and I want to guide them. And I want to show them what I've done over 20 years, all the things that I've done. But to get to that, I had to do that mindset stuff and get out of my own way. And that's that was the biggest turning point, realising my self-worth, I guess, and just really I thought to myself, if I want to be a leader, I can't coach and lead and do anything with women if I don't feel like I'm the leader. So it was really all my back end myself that I had to take out of my head. I start from scratch. And I'm so glad you said this. So powerful because so often people come in with just, just tell me how. And I love that you actually explain that you had the how. I gave you the how from day one, but there was a mismatch. And the, the main piece that was, I guess, missing or that allowed you to meet yourself where that capability was, was shifting the mindset. So just because sometimes it's like, what the hell is mindset? What were some of the specific challenges or resistance that was showing up as kind of signs that there's something mindset below for you? How was that playing out for you in your day-to-day life? And then what were some of the deeper beliefs that we worked on shifting? I think by people not sort of booking and really finding it hard to get people to want to come to what I was offering because I feel I felt that there was so much that I was giving. In fact, overgiving. 
because that's my personality. I'm generous. I want to give and I want to teach people. And it was like I didn't have the business hat on. I was just giving, giving, giving and being drained. So it was like stepping back and then you were like, you need to put your prices up for starters because the stuff you do is like huge energetically. And then marrying up that going, okay, well, yeah, I do put a lot of energy into this. So yeah, it does need to be a bit more. And realizing that who I was trying to capture was that wasn't my dream clients because when sometimes in the spiritual realm you can be on that real lower frequency of I haven't got enough I'm like I'm always giving I'm you know all this but no one's seeing me and that sort of that mindset and I had to really be like you know what there are people that want to hear my story there are people that want to work with me so I need to step up my value of myself and then those people won't contact me the ones that don't have the money or have their own stories or they don't want to, they actually don't want to do the work. They want me to do the work. I'm not going to do the fucking work. I've done it on myself for X amount of years. I'm here to lead you to your highest self. So it was, it was a part of that, that I had to step up myself. And then I let go of those people that were the ones saying, oh, I'd love to have a ring, but I can't afford it. I'd love to go to this event, but things are tight. Because that's how I was. That's how I saw money, like booking something. Even booking with you was like, oh my God, that's so much money. I don't know if if I'll get anything out of it. So it was like a value and a worth. And it was me, my self-worth. Because I think when you know your worth that you will pay to go up and up and up and you will see the value in things. It's a huge one. And it's so hard when you're in that cycle of I'm doing all the things, I'm marketing, I'm selling, I've got no energy left because I'm putting in so much effort and no one's buying. It's very, very hard to then say, no one's buying at this price. Let me put the price up. Like logically, it makes no sense. It also makes no sense to say, I'm going to stop trying to sell to these people who keep telling me they want to buy, they're coming, they're going to do the thing. It's like, they're never going to do the thing. And until we let go of that and trying to fit ourselves to suit these people who don't really see our value or are never going to invest, it's only when you let go of those, which is scary because it's like, will the people actually ever come if I let go of these Then I've got zero. But you just had that blind faith. And sometimes, you know, being part of an incredible group, like you were in BFL, seeing other people take the leaps, it's almost like we're going to hold the hands and we're going to all leap off together. (laughs) And you did that. And you took some major, major leaps, which obviously was incredible for everyone else to witness in the group as well, just how you showed up and led yourself. And one thing I love that you said was I called myself out on my BS. (laughs) And that's sometimes we do. You called yourself out on your BS. You took some incredible leaps and you really decided that I am showing up as this wise woman, leading myself with so much self-belief and integrity. And you held the faith because there were times where you were like, Jess, I'm doing it. Where is it? You know, like, is it coming? And I'm like, trust me, it's coming. (laughs) So can you give us a rundown? Because you've just sent me a voice memo before this saying you just had your best week in sales ever. Like you just hit those major goals that at the start three months ago, you were like, I don't even know. This sounds wild to me, but I'm going to set this goal. Can you drop all the incredible wins? Because I just want to celebrate the heck out of you. (laughs) I firstly launched uh, a high ticket offer and you know, it was like, Jess, I've got all these tools and I just want to share everything. And you're like, yep, let's do it. So we launched this three months, or I launched this three month coaching program. And I had my first person within the first two or three weeks. And I remember the price going, I can't, this, I just can't charge this. Like I just, who's, who's going to pay this? Nobody's going to pay it. And I'm just like, she's telling me I'm doing it. I don't know, but it's just going to get out there. Right. And then, yeah, within two or three weeks, 
I got someone and they actually joined, they had a session with me. And in that session, she said, I want to work with you three months. I want to do that three month program you're doing. So she'd already paid me $300, almost 300. And she was saying to me that she wanted to join this, which was 13, 1400. And I was just like, I didn't know what to say. Like she was talking and I was just like, uh, and then I, kept, I was all cool about it. And then later I grabbed the phone and thought, holy heck, like literally she was in a thing and she was already committing to the next, like what the hell? I didn't even ask for it. It just happened. It just flowed in. Oh my God, Jess has told me it's not hard work. They're flowing. What the hell? This is working. So all I did was was that and we joined on, on that. Also with that, I've had a second person that started and in my head the block was about the full payment. She'd spoken to me, asked a few questions, she did it. And I thought, right, I'll see a monthly payment in the next week, in the day or so, whatever. And I was at the beach on Sunday, literally just gone. And I opened my phone to take a photo of my son at Surf Club and it's like Shopify, $1,380 come through. She paid me the full amount and we'd just discussed it the day before and I was like, holy shit, I've now gone over the thing that I didn't think I could do, that someone wouldn't pay me full. And she's paid it. She's committed. So I've got two people, yeah, that did that, which is amazing. I then launched a membership, which I've been wanting to for a while. I really want to call in my tribe, the women that can hear my call, that can I can help best serve, and they can be in this community. And I want these women around me as well. So it's not just I want to lead them. I want them. So, you know, all of us sharing this beautiful um, energy. And I said to you, I want it to be intuitive. I don't want to be forced to be there every day because that's going to stress me out. I need the flow. So I wrote it exactly like I wanted to do it. And I thought, if people want it, they want it. If they don't, they don't. I launched in 24 hours, which previously would have taken me probably six weeks to even be put on Canva, but do that part. And I would have procrastinated. What do you think was the shift that changed that? Because I think a lot of people also can get stuck in this. Okay. I want to launch a new program. I'll do it next year. You know, cause we think it has to be this huge energetic drain. It wasn't like, let me do a bare minimum slap something together. You launched it in an incredible way, crafted your dream offer that works with your energy, but also super valuable for your audience in 24 hours. And prior to that, I remember you selling one of your events and that just felt so heavy, you know, and it was a, a one-off event. So what do you think was the biggest shift in terms of that being possible? I think now I have to self-lead and I think if I get something, I just have to make it happen. And I knew I've got three or four things that I want to launch, but the first thing is this membership because I put it in priority order and I just made time that day and I knew that the Canva, it takes me a while to do stuff. So I knew it would take about three hours, it ended up taking five, but I didn't stop. Whereas normally I'd do a bit and then walk away. Oh, it's too much. I was like, this is effing getting done today. This is launching tomorrow. I told you, so I already felt like I had to do it. I just was like, no, nah, there's a deadline. I'm doing it. So I think by launching it, I then put it out. And I had a session with this woman the day before and literally I just saw this money in my account. I hadn't even set up the Stripe. I think I said to her, she asked me how much and I said, oh, it'll be this amount. And she already had my bank account because she was doing work for me for accountancy. And I see this money in my account and I'm like, holy shit, she's just booked in. So in 24 hours, I had one person, not only did pay, she didn't pay monthly, she paid the whole six months and she was part of this membership. And then a day later, a second person joined. And I've had confirmation that today my third person is joined. So like, yeah, I just made myself do it. And 
yeah, it just it just worked. And this is what I always say. The strategy becomes easy when you work on you. And because, you know, in the first month or two, you had some major shifts, major letting go, major up levels in, I am this damn wise woman and I am here to lead in a big way. You updated your whole entire concept of self, but also we shifted a bunch of the deeper fears or mindset blocks around maybe fear of success and things as well. And that's where you can get to, right? It's like the doing is not that complicated when you're no longer overthinking or making it this huge energy drain and you are just on fire. You are just pumping out things, momentum. I think I'm getting like a daily voice memo from you like, oh my gosh, Jazz, I just smashed this record, just smashed that record. I just, oh my gosh, the momentum is huge right now for you. And it honestly makes me so damn excited. I mean, that doesn't even scratch the surface of all the things you did (laughs) in three months. And just to see like your own blocks in your own head, like I had in my head, a 2K a week would be amazing, you know, working out to eight a month. And then I've, I've hit it and over that. And the other day I was like, no, I'm not doing two. I'll do two and a half. And two, and I've got two and a half now. So it, it's like your own mind stops you. If I said, I don't want to have a certain number. I just want it to be over five. Then let it be over five. Like just do the work, but let the universe come. And, and the abundance is like waiting for you, but you wear our own worst enemy, which is what you taught us. And then also I think a key with what you taught me was because my energy does fluctuate and I know how I am working with my cycles, which is the work I do anyway, just move the needle forward. One thing, just do one thing. So if, if it's a really flat day and I can't do much, I'll just do a post while I'm sitting on the couch and whatever. And that post will have impact. Someone will see it the next day or next week. I can launch three things, which is what I'm feeling like now. I'm the retreats coming and I'm, I'm launching that on Monday. So, you know, I'm in that spring where I'm wanting everything to happen. But I know in December, that'll be my more rest and all my stuff will be out there. People will be buying it and I'm just going to flow with it. Incredible. Can we just talk about that for a moment? Because one thing I loved about you in the group was you just always came in absolutely unfiltered. And that is, I believe, the best way that we can ever get guidance. Because if we never let people see our true self or our feelings and things, then how can they truly guide us? And you would lean in some days and you're like, Jess, I'm just, it's feeling a little bit flat or it's feeling a little hard. Or some days you're like, I'm on fire, I'm pumping off. And I want to just normalize that for entrepreneurs because we're on this roller coaster every damn day. But also as women, we have cycles, we have times of the month, we have astrology things that that mess up with the energies. And I always blame the moon. (laughs) If there's something going on, I blame the moon. So can you just break down that for us? Because you do a lot of this incredible work with cycles and helping women work with their energies. You also do incredible into intuitive readings, tarot and astrology as well. And you combine them all. And I think that's super powerful because all of that impacts how we show up in our business and knowing how to navigate that so that we don't become a victim to it, I think is a huge piece of that. So can you give us a little tip or rundown on how people can start to work with their energy? Because I know it goes so deep and we don't have like 10 hours here today, but I know you have so much wisdom. So I'd love to share that with everyone listening. I think the main, there's a couple of things, but the main thing is to know that and, and that you're a woman. We're not going to work like a man and we can't work like a man. We're not work horses. We're only going to hustle then and we're going to burn out and we're going to hate what we're doing. Women are meant to be in flow. They're meant to be creative. They're meant to have those ebbs and flows like the moon. 
Um, and it's about honouring your own cycles in your own life. And then it's not only personal life, it's then your business life. So you're launching when you're ovulating. You know, this is just an example, you know, if you start tracking. When you've got your bleed, you're probably going to be doing the journaling and you're going to go, you know what, I thought about last week launching this thing, but I don't really feel it at the moment. I'm just going to put it on pause. You don't have to do it then. So honouring that sort of wisdom of a woman and not trying to do all things because I think we get really hard on ourselves, you know, trying to be a partner, trying to be a daughter. We're trying to be sister, a wife. Whatever we're doing, there's a thousand hats. And then in the middle of that, we're meant to be doing a business as well. Holy heck, we can't. There's just no way. You know, school wants you there for all these concerts and the assemblies and this and that. And it's like, I actually can't show up. So, you know, knowing your cycle, charting your cycle, knowing when your highs and lows and having flow, you need to have feminine flow in your day and your week. And I love, that's what happened with you and I. I just went, I need this woman. Like she's just gets me. She knows how to work, you know, and obviously you've been through your challenges and you've got to that part, but I'm not going to hustle and I can't because A, I'm nearly too old for it and B, I want to spend time with my son. That's my number one priority and I just can't do that. So honouring my cycle and it's okay to say no, put things to the side at the moment. When I feel better, I'll then jump on that and look at me now. Like Things are radiating and magnifying because I know this is my time. I knew that November was my month to do all this. I knew that in January when I did my 2024. Like I just know this shit and if you know that, then you're not ever going to feel bad. You're going to know that comes up, will go down and what ends is normal. I am very similar in that when I'm super lit up, feeling the energy, I'm going to smash out a shit ton of stuff. But I also know that when I need to rest, I need to rest. One thing I actually do is I love doing a lot of my content or podcasts and things in that period of the cycle around the ovulation time because it just hits better. The energy, the flow, the excitement, it just comes through. So that's been really cool. But there are some times where it doesn't always work out that way. So what advice would you have? Because two things with this, I think we do need to work with the cycle and I'm all about not hustling and burning out. But some people take that as let's not work and just hope that magically we're successful. And I know how much work you put in behind the scenes, but you also still allow your inner child playtime and, you know, the flow and relaxing when you need to. So how do you decipher with that? Because that was one thing that you really kicked yourself up the butt. You were like, you know what? I don't necessarily feel like it today. I'd rather watch Sex in the City, but I'd rather get this done. Then I feel better. Then I'll watch Sex in the City. So how did you navigate that as well? I think, again, it's knowing yourself and and I think you need compassion for yourself and how you're feeling, acknowledging how you're feeling. You might have to have 100 things today and you're really not feeling it. So actually indulge, do something that's going to make you feel good and honour. Know that that's going to be done. So either do the thing that you don't want to do, even if you don't want to do it, knowing that you can go to the beach later. I can ring a friend and I'll meet her for lunch later, whatever. So not not having the to-do list those days, just having and an like, yeah, okay, I feel like doing this. Do something. But also have your play, have your, you know, things because, yeah, we need things to be done when they need to be done. And just honouring that, so compassion, and also you've got to have that flow. You've got to have that flow where things can go in and out and you're not going to make yourself feel bad about it. Another thing is don't compare what everybody's doing because on the chat there was weeks where people were just killing it and I was like, I'm feeling really flat. So I just didn't listen to the messages then. It doesn't mean I'm not happy for those girls. I listened later and I told them I was proud of them or whatever, but right then I had to look after myself and I, I that was going to trigger me so I just let it go. 
So that's that's sort of what I think around then, you know, what I would do. And sometimes I find that just holding space for it in your mind, even if you're like, I don't feel like I'm going to relax, it's taking energy in your mind. And sometimes it takes way less energy to be like, all right, I'm going to focus for one hour. Even though I have resistance, I'm going to focus, get something done. And then honestly, it's a relief. It's done you can move on and you feel good because you've made progress towards your goals. And so it's like that part of you that, you know, you have big goals, you know, you're meant for something more, but then your mind, your subconscious is witnessing you not taking action on it. And then it's like, oh, hold up. (laughs) Do you, are you sure you want that? It starts to build like in a lack of self-trust. So sometimes you've got to honor yourself and rest, but sometimes you just got to be like, I need to get up, do the damn thing and launch. And that's how you launched your membership in 24 hours. I know. And then, you know, you sort of, we learned from you. I already knew this, but there was this tiredness thing with me where I was always saying to you, right, oh, I'm just exhausted. I'm overwhelmed. I can't do it all because I'd have five ideas and I'd want to launch them effort now. And then I wouldn't ever get any of them out because I always had the tiredness. And you were like, okay, you need to look at that. Are you really tired or is this a block? So I had to sit with myself, go inwards, and I was like, yeah, it's a story I made up because my parents were always busy and to get their attention, I made myself sick or I made myself tired. Because remember I'd say to you, oh, I'm not feeling well today, I just, I'm not going to do it. That was at the beginning, the first sort of six, seven weeks. Then after that, I knew as soon as that came up, no, nah, not going to have it. And I did the thing, but then I had that time to go to the beach after or something to really light me up after it. So that, yeah, like you said, you can just do half an hour to one hour, get something done. And even if I felt tired and the more you do it, it's like a muscle, like the more you do it, that it doesn't really come up anymore for me because I know it was a block. It was a hard, it was a block thinking that I had to work really hard and kill myself and I would be sacrificing spending time with my little Hugo and my husband and the beach and all the things I love. And I don't need to do that now. I've got a set day. I pick him up and that's me and him. That's our time. And then my husband is at night and whatever. Like I don't need to do what my parents did. It's about learning what your behaviours are and what you think your uh, problems are and just, you know, working through it. And that was a, a massive one actually. Remember how I was always saying that? I'm tired, I'm overwhelmed, I'm really not feeling well today. I remember that one. And it was like a light bulb moment because I noticed, I've, I'm noticing, I'm picking up on, on what everyone's dropping in and that's why you had these breakthroughs though because you dropped in unfiltered, you know, and I'm holding that space with zero judgment. I'm just observing because then I can pull in all the bits and pieces and I'm saying, right, there's a pattern here and you're avoiding something. And so we got to dive into why, what benefits do you get from being tired? You get to avoid doing the things. You get to avoid being successful, which you have the narrative of if I'm successful, then I am going to sacrifice time with my son and happiness and all of that. They were all beliefs you weren't even aware of, right? And our brain is so smart. It is going to sabotage the heck out of you when it's holding on to those kind of beliefs. And so awareness alone, as soon as you reflected on that and you took that awareness, you were like, right, I'm not having that anymore and I'm going to shift it. Sometimes that's all we need. And I love to hear that it doesn't really come up for you now, or if it does, you know how to shift out of it and not stay stuck in it. Yeah. I just go, no, nah, not having it. See ya. It's a tennis match. It's And it's for the rest of our life. One of our voices goes, oh, but you're not good enough. And the other one has to say, fuck off, shut up. Bam. Next one. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's a tennis match. It's a constant, you want this, but you do, you really, and you've just got to be stronger at the the shutting it out. But the awareness, it's taking the time and it's all about you want to do the work. 
It's like the women that come to me. I'm now calling in the women. They want to do the work. It's no point signing with me and paying. I don't want your money unless you want to do the work. I'm trying to help you evolve. And I had a client that did that. She wanted to pay but wasn't showing up. And it's like, it's not only wasting my time. I'm not happy because I've got this money in my account, but I actually want to serve you. I want to help you. But if you don't want to come to the party, you're never going to get there. And you got to hold new standards for, you know, how people show up in your world, the people that you allow to share your gifts with. And that is so empowering in itself. And you're allowed to say, if you don't meet this standard, then I don't want it. And that in itself is incredible. So because you are this wise woman, you have so many tools in your belt with astrology and your intuitive readings and all of the space that you hold for people, including your singing and chanting and helping people unlock their voices. There is so much magic that you do. Can you give us a quick little rundown on the magic you provide for people and how that helps them? So I'm all about empowering women. So I want you to be your authentic self. And like, as you said to me, I was my authentic self in that group. And that's why I think I grew so much because I just was like, I don't have time to hide things. So I'm about taking off your mask, the mask that you hold to everybody else and being who you're meant to be. And I'm helping you to lift you up for that if you do the work. So I do the Inner Compass, which is now a four-month program. So we're going through, you know, your astrological chart, tarot, intuitive sessions. That's getting to know yourself and the asteroid goddess, which is your feminine essence. So that gets to know you the first month. So getting to know yourself, knowing about all of these things that you can actually utilize and really know yourself on that deep level. And the second month, we go into inner child, which is affects everybody. And that's about your creativity, your play, getting out of your own way, making sure you've got time for all of that. If there is any childhood things, we can go through and sort of release those. And then month three, we get into the divine feminine. So that's your feminine essence where we go through rituals, um, moon cycles, your own cycles, how to work with your energies. And also there's a session on just intuition because I really want women to connect to the intuition. So I believe we've got all the powers to unlock inside us in our own inner compass. And it's all about that unlocking that and we end with the voice which is about so you're being seen in your inner child you're connecting to your feminine essence and the third one is actually being heard so being able to speak up saying no boundaries people pleasing getting rid of all that and I want to hear you sing I want to hear you chant I want your voice so many women I don't sing I can't sing I sound awful I sound this no we're not having that it's gone we're getting rid of it and we're now going to actually use our voice because we've been silenced for too many years and I'm not going to have that anymore so that's the end so you become you, you know, you can see how it can sort of evolve. So it's about connecting to your feminine essence, really being who you're meant to be in the world and shining so bright that you're never going to worry about comparisons or anything like that because you know your worth. That's that's my work in that one. I've got the Her Child membership, which is where I intuitively drop in. So I'm going to do a new moon circle for that this week. So far, I've been in the group for two weeks. I've dropped in with um, live tarot for the people in there, intuitive sessions, meditations, drumming. We've done a full moon circle where I gave the girls journaling questions. Both of them within a week did testimonials for me. They couldn't believe how much they got out and that was one effing week. So there is so much value in being in that. It's only 49 a month. It's no brainer. If you want to work with me on that little level to get to know me, see who, what I'm about, that's number one. So that's really good. Calling in my dream tribe. And then the next one is 2024 forecast reading, which I'm so excited about, that you're getting done next week. And that's going to give you a snapshot of all the year and it will be allow you to plan and schedule and see what might come up for you, what roadblocks, what we can work through. And it's always spot on because it's on um, a voice message too. So you can keep listening. So say if you're in February and you want to re-listen to March, you can re-listen. It just really is such an amazing session. 
And then I do intuitive sessions, astrology, um, the feminine goddess, which is my embodied goddess. I'm really, I really love that as well. And just so much. I'm just, and I'm putting out a retreat next week, my first retreat in Perth, well, down south actually. Yeah. Weekend of Christie. It's all just coming together. Like all of these offers just came out of nowhere, right? Um, that you have pulled together and been able to put all of your incredible magic and assets in because I remember that you were like, how do I do all of it, Jess? How do I just, I have so much to give. How do I make it all fit together? And you've done such an incredible job in bringing together all of these elements, which work together so beautifully and allow people to experience all of your magic. And I am honestly so damn excited. I mean, if this is where you've got to in three months, with where you started at, just imagine the next three months from this new normal. And I have, it has been such an incredible pleasure working with you so far. And I know we're going to work together again. And I cannot wait to experience your magic myself in our reading next week. I cannot wait. I'm so, so excited for that. So I'm going to share with everyone how that goes. And if anyone does want to work with Christy, I am putting all of the links in the show notes. So they'll be able to click right over to find you. But what's your Instagram so they can come and connect? Yeah, it's just my name, Christy Borbus, wise woman and healer. And that's also on Facebook. But yeah, Jess will have all the details there. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your incredible wisdom with us today. And we're going to be hanging out more anyway, but thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Jess. Thank you, everyone.